what we learn as well is it's time for sports and uh, you know like uh, as I said earlier not something I'm totally clued in which is why I'm so relieved that we've got SABC sports journalist Charles Beloy on the line. Charles thank you so much for joining us. Hi Charles. Morning Misha. So Charles we've had a we've had a bit of a morning and uh, I have demonstrated my absolute lack of knowledge of sports and as have some of our other uh, guests as well. But it seems our listeners know a hell of a lot more. And hopefully, as a sports reporter, you're going to know everything that we need to find out. And I'm going to start with the end, if I may, which is the beginning for many. But many people wanting to know about the sad loss of Orlando Pirates. Maybe you could just brief us in on what happened. Yes, Orlando Pirates played in their second Kev Confederations Cup final in Nigeria uh, in Oyo against RSB Berken uh, from uh, Morocco. Seven years ago, they lost 2-1 to a team from Tunisia. Last night, unfortunately, they lost in the in the in a very sad way to lose a football game in the penalty shootout after the game ended 1-1 after 120 minutes. So the team from Morocco won the game 5-4 on penalty spots. Unfortunately, the hero in the game, Tembikosi Lodge, who scored the equalizer in the 117 minutes of extra time, missed the decisive penalty uh, to hand the Moroccan team the advantage. And then they ended up breaking the heart of Orlando Paris to win the, the Confederations Cup final in Nigeria last night. Charles, I have to say, I always feel so sorry for the guys that are having to do the um, equalizers and that kind of thing at the end. It's just, it's just not the equalizers. What do you call them? You see, I don't know. What are they called? Where the guys go and they all like just kick the ball into the... Or the penalties. The penalties, the penalties. They're not equalizers, they're penalties. But I always feel, yeah. my, my heart just breaks. And I think that's why I know nothing about the sport because every time I watch them, they go into penalties. I just feel so sorry for the guys who are having to kick the penalty. It must be so And, and, and in the penalty, someone has to miss for someone to win. Oh, it just, it's, it doesn't demonstrate skill at all. It just demonstrates luck, surely. Yeah, it's about the, it's a lot of luck. It's all, it's all about the luck on the day. Uh, you see, the lady luck smiled on the on the Moroccan team. It's yeah. all about lady luck. Yeah, lady luck. She smiled then, but don't worry, she's going to come back and smile on us. Let's talk about the Athletics Diamond League meeting in London. What's going on there? Yes, there's a Diamond League meeting in London. Um, this is an opportunity for us to, to to have an opportunity to look at some of the competitors who will be running against our own later. Remember, in July. The whole world will converge in, in, in Oregon, in the United States, where the, the, they'll be taking uh, part in the World Athletics Championships. So tonight, the, the Diamond League has started. Some of our athletes are now starting to go to Europe to mm. try and run the qualifying times. So what we can learn about the Diamond League starting this afternoon at 3 in London, all the way until uh, around 8, is we'll be seeing in the 100 meters away Johan Blake, who could possibly run against Akanizim being in the world champs, what ha- what does he have to offer? Andre Degree, some of the best sprinters in the world, will be running in London tonight. So this will give us a, an, a, an indication of the competition that you like, the likes of uh, Omonyala and Akanizim will be up against in the USA later in July. 
uh, this year. So the Diamond League is starting. There will be fantastic events like the 400-meter final women, 100-meter final women, the 100-meter final men. Some of the best athletes in the world will be in London showcasing their talent as part of the preparations for for the World Championship. Remember, this, this kind of a weather, you need to sit indoors, watch the athletics. It will keep you warm. <laughs> I absolutely agree. What about netball, uh, the netball league, the Telcom Netball League in Pretoria, Chwane? Yes, there's a a Telcom Netball League in Pretoria. It moved from Devon to to Pretoria at the Hartfield Arena in Chwane. So today we have some brilliant matches starting uh, at 10 o'clock. The Diamonds will be playing against the Alus. Then the Kingdom Queens at 12 against the the Bao Baos. The Flames against the Krenams at, at 2 Comments against the Sun Bates at four, and then finally the Southern Stings will, will will close against the defending champions, seven-time winners, the Jaguars. But interestingly, on Sunday, as it will the Telcom uh, leg of Pretoria will be concluding, at ten the Baobabs will take on the Diamonds, and then the Comments will take on the Tornadoes. And the final match on Sunday, which is very interesting, is the Spa Proteas Women's National uh, Netball Team. Yeah. They'll be playing against the ACA Men's net, uh, Netball Team in, in a practice match. Uh, it, 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 it's going to be interesting. The men taking on the women to close the, the leg of the Pretoria League. So people didn't know out there that men can play netball, and I'm telling you that the men will beat the women tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we look forward to talking to you about that one then. Uh, Cl- uh, Charles, briefly before we close off, uh, Curry Cup and football roundup. Give us the deets. Yes, uh, you know, the Curry Cup roundup is always fantastic. So today we'll have some uh, mouth-watering matches like the Windhoek, uh, Drought, uh, Grucas, they'll be taking on the Toyota Free State. And then the Sigma Lions will, will round up the day against the DHL um, Western Province. So these are some of the wonderful matches to look out for in the Curry Cup. Uh, it started um, <clears throat> last last night um, with the Bulbos winning. Yeah. So so tonight it's also an, an, an ideal weather condition. It's, mm. it's cold but not raining to enjoy some some, some rugby. And then those who, who are not into rugby can always yes the Bulbos won 43-37 against. Uh, <clears throat> Yesterday, so those who, who, who are not into rugby can always switch on their television channel to to watch the end of the EPL, where it's going to be between uh, Ma- uh, Manchester City and Liverpool. Oh. This they are going to the last game of the of, of the season, separated by a point. Liverpool are at home against Aston Villa. I mean, they are at home against uh, Wolves. Yeah. So they need to win that game and hope that Aston Villa who are coached by their legend Stephen Gerrard playing against Man City, do them a favor and beat uh, Man City at home. What Man City need to do is to win the game and leave the trophy at the Etihad Stadium. Well, we it doesn't look- matter what happens between Wolves and Liverpool that side. We can only say, may uh, we have some kind of electricity and power because otherwise we may not be watching any um, English uh, Premier League whatsoever. So let's hope it goes right. Charles, thanks so much for joining us and keeping us updated. If it weren't for you, we would be absolutely clueless. Or I no, would, it's, always, it's always <laughs> my pleasure, Michelle. And I say to our listeners, they must be warm and stay indoors and enjoy the sporting festivities. 
Charles Bellore, SABC sports journalist. Stay indoors, stay warm. Uh, Jeff Nong sent us a WhatsApp saying, Morning, Michelle. Thanks for a great show as always. I have a nine-year-old brandy named after me. My grapes are the ones used to distill cognac. I'm based in Fenterstorp. Size of the vineyard is 10 hectares. Jeff, that sounds really, really interesting. So you see, anybody can uh, make a good old brandy if they need to.